If everyone could please settle down, NR92's The Feed is about to start. Hey, I'm Brienne, your host for this episode of The Feed. Fall is in the air, and you definitely know what that means. Pumpkin, spice, everything. I'm talking candles, cookies, and of course, the classic pumpkin spice latte. You must be wondering what else is there to do other than play in the crunchy leaves all day. You are in luck. We've got an amazing show packed full of fun activities, from events happening close to home to just outside the city. Alexis Sieben, events manager for NATSA, stopped by to discuss the upcoming events NATSA is holding, what implications are in place during COVID, and what are the most popular and fan-favorite events taking place during the fall. Here's Steven with more. While the world has yet to return to the normal we all remember, it's easy to get lost with what's going on around you, especially at school, with being online truly becoming our new reality. Outside, however, has changed. The leaves are changing colors, the air is getting cooler, and the events going on during the fall are stacking up in hopes they can take people away from reality and give them a much-needed break. Nate's event manager, Alexis, talks about all the upcoming events they are excited to be hosting. And then come October, we have a few events. We have switched a few events to be virtual. For example, our games nights, we're going to have virtual on the 4th and the 18th, which will just be uh, over Zoom like this. Um, we'll be playing a different Jackbox games that we'll be playing. And then we'll have our Nest events happening every Thursday. So we have a Latin night, we have music bingo, we have karaoke, and then we have a murder mystery as well. Of course, hosting events comes with extra baggage these days to keep everyone as safe as possible, but it doesn't mean it can't be done. Alexis talks about the plan set in place to ensure everyone's safety is a top priority. Otherwise, we have social distancing in place. For example, if it's a classroom event, uh, you'll have to social distance. So we book 64 person classrooms for 25 people. And at the nest, we have to follow all of the dining rules, uh, limit anybody coming on stage, wearing a mask whenever you're not seated for uh, food service, for example. Um, and then, yeah, obviously just sanitizing, uh, social distancing, masking. Among the many events going on at Nate, one always stands out to be more popular with the student body. And no, I'm not just talking about the campus bar. Nate'sa hosts some other great events that have really gained traction over the years. Our how-to calligraphy and macrame, are, our how-to events are typically our most popular event. They provide a lot of value for students. So it's usually $10 and then it gets you a full class. For example, like a how-to calligraphy class, you're paying $10 a student. I'm Steven Peterson for The Feed on NR92. After one year away, Nate's women's hockey is going to be back in full swing this season. With the season fast approaching, excitement is growing among both players and staff. There are a few differences, however, amongst the current situation concerning COVID-19. Despite these differences, hockey is back nonetheless, just as it should be on Nate's main campus. Aiden has more on the upcoming season. Our Ooks women's hockey team is back and getting ready for the long-awaited season. Excitement is growing for the puck to drop. Brendan Jansen, the head coach of the team, has more about the enthusiasm for the approaching games. Like, great to be back. Like, I'm excited. Really excited that uh, I was able to, you know, get the position and everything. It's nice to be back in the rink and, and coaching, doing what I love, and you know, seeing all the athletes again and everything. Jansen also mentions the confidence he has in his players to handle the protocols in place for operating this season. I think you know it's pretty status quo and everything. Um, they got used to it last year, and you know, in the last 18 months and everything. And I think they're just really looking forward to our first game coming up this weekend. With most players coming off an extended pause, it can be expected there will need to be some early season rust shook off. 
Jansen lastly highlighted the early season goals for the team amidst the situation both the players and staff are currently coming out of. Uh, you know, I'm just knock on wood, hopefully we get to play a game here. Our game last weekend got cancelled against Lakeland, but we're looking forward to this Friday's matchup against the, the Edge Prep School. They're coming up here uh, playing us at 7. Um, I think, you know, early season goals is just, you know, get our feet back underneath us, shake off the rust for some of these ladies it's been 18 months since they've played a game. So, um, you know, just get a couple bumps out of the way, get a couple shots on goal and see what happens. I'm Maiden Bullsguard for the feed on NR92. The city of Edmonton sure is pretty in the fall. The river valley comes alive. There's happiness in the air and the U of A Botanical Garden is a gem that must be checked out. Dustin had the pleasure of chatting with the garden's event coordinator, Danielle Rouleau, to talk more about the botanical gardens and what they have to offer. Let's take a drive, shall we? South on Highway 2, go west on 19, north on 60, through the valley, and up to a magical place called the U of A Botanical Gardens, where the leaves turn a beautiful shade of orange and red, and the smell of flowers in the air. The gardens have been a staple for outdoor enthusiasts, photographers, and many more since the day they opened. But don't take my word for it. Here is their events coordinator, Danielle, sharing what the gardens is all about. The U of A Botanic Garden started in 1959 with a donation of the land from a local philanthropist, Colonel Sandy Dye. So it started as a research and trial plots for plants and then over the years the garden has evolved into a major local visitor attraction with the addition of display gardens, so some indoor show houses and cultural gardens like the Kuramoto Japanese Garden. And the most recent addition, it includes the spectacular 11-acre Aga Kong Garden which was built in 2018 and it's a contemporary interpretation of traditional Mughal Islamic gardens and the northernmost Islamic garden in the world is here. As the botanical gardens wind down for the season, the staff are opening up the gates for your four-legged family members. October 1st to 11th, we have dog days at the garden, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So there'll be um, certain activities set out for the dogs, so like an obstacle course, if they want to try their luck at that, um, some pack walks, and even some dog photography. And then, um, so dogs are allowed on leash in the garden between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. And uh, yeah, there are some costs for like the dog photography and um, there's some treats available as well to purchase for dogs and humans as well, so. As students, sometimes we need a break. Well, the U of A Botanical Gardens have thought of that. For the rest of the season, they are offering free admission to all university and college students with school ID. We recognize that kids and students kind of need a chance to relax and be outside and forget their cares for a little while in this environment. So um, kids getting connected with nature is something that's so necessary for well-being and it's something that the garden can provide. So we offered this last fall and it was a great success. So we're happy to be able to do it again. And the fall leaves in the garden right now are absolutely stunning. So even if you just come for a walk around, it's so nice. The U of A Botanical Gardens is a must place to visit. It is a spot for everyone. Why not take a break and go to this magical place and let your worries fly away? This is Dustin Salisbury for The Feed on NR92. As we come into fall, many people are wondering what there is to do around Edmonton. Take in the spirit of Halloween and check out Dedmonton, located in Old Strathcona. You'll either have nightmares all year or the urge to go again. Here's Brooklyn with more information about Dedmonton. 
There's something about scaring yourself half to death by watching horror movies or getting spooked by your friends. But that next level fear that Deadminton brings to its customers is a whole other story. The good kind, of course. With the spooky season being one of people's favorite time of year, Deadminton's general manager, Catherine, says you'll definitely be going home scared. We had people running out into the store screaming, and like you said, the, the hot sweats and just out of breath, and lots of people were having fun, so it was really good to see. Catherine says that what they bring to the Edmonton community is a chance to escape into another world. An immersive world, that is. I think we bring really good entertainment value to the Edmonton community, especially right now when the last few years have been pretty difficult for people getting out and stuff. We're definitely a place where people can forget about the real world for a little while and, and go have some fun. It's an immersive haunted house but yet it's still not real. So you can kind of forget about everything and, and get scared, but you know at the end of the day, you're still safe. <laughs> Deadminton is also open to all people, whether they are vaccinated or not. We found that we were able to keep people social distancing. We've got COVID the clown back this year, so they have a six foot ruler stick and make sure that everybody's kind of doing their thing and not getting too close to other groups and stuff. So we found that uh, we had some experience from that last year, so it went pretty smoothly this year. And we're not, we're running at one third capacity instead. So all the COVID protocols that we had in place last year, like masks and sanitizing and whatnot is all mandatory again this year. That's all you need to know about Deadminton 2021. Hope to see you there. I'm Brooklyn for The Feed on NR92. Getting in some real quality family time these days can be hard. Everyone's lives are so busy and sometimes you all just can't agree on what to do. When it comes to fall family events, however, there seems to be an abundance here in Alberta. We live in a province with lots of open land and good-hearted people. When you can't decide what to do with all these wonderful options, one is sure to stand out more than the rest for the whole family to enjoy. Hannah is here to tell you more. Picking pumpkins can be a good memory that most people cherish from their childhood. The best place to pick pumpkins is at Prairie Gardens and Adventure Farm. Tam Anderson, the owner of the farm, is here to tell us more about this year's patch. We've opened a huge 15-acre you-pick pumpkin patch. And we don't just grow ordinary pumpkins. We grow every color and shape imaginable of pumpkins. And my daughter looked us up and found out that we are actually the world's furthest north blue pumpkin producer. Like all businesses here in Alberta, COVID-19 has had a major effect on how they operate. Tam says that despite the COVID situation, Prairie Gardens still has a lot to offer. Now this year, COVID of course impacts us greatly, but uh, we're still having the pumpkin celebrations. Maybe not a full-on festival, but we are definitely outdoors and we have a pumpkin carnival, scarecrow making, wagon rides, there's mazes, corn mazes, sunflower mazes, uh, farm animals to see. And uh, yeah, the pumpkin beat goes on. Prairie Gardens is also looking to expand their horizons beyond the fall and are working on a grant to be able to have some fun winter activities. But for now, tis the season for pumpkins. 
With all of these exciting activities for everyone to enjoy, you'd hate to miss out on the action. Uh, the fall event runs um, every day, but the weekends is when we go out to the big Yupik uh, pumpkin patch. The weekends are best if you're planning to come out. We're open every day from 11 till 5. And you can visit us online at prairiegardens.org. I'm Hannah Cronin for The Feed on NR92. And just like that, you have a long list of amazing events to check out. Go ahead, grab yourself a Grande PSL, maybe throw on a cable knit sweater, and head out to one or all of the events happening around you. Don't forget to bring a t-shirt though, because we never really know how hot the weather can get throughout the day. It is fall after all. I'm Brianne Brown for NR92 and The Feed. Thank you, thank you for listening to this edition of The Feed. Hear it again on NR92 Sunday night at 7.30 or find it on NR92 SoundCloud.